Welcome to Beyond the Circus. This is Dale Hummel along with Ryan Rash. Hello, 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 hello. Ryan, I want to make sure that everybody that's listening to Beyond the Circus realizes we will speak the truth. We will hold the facts. Dale, and there get is- over the fact that I cussed and you don't like it and you're afraid somebody's going to get offended. Nobody wants to hear your stupid disclaimers anymore. They that come is on not here what for I'm, this. I'm, I'm talking about the truth and, and speaking what we're not hearing in the media. If you're, you're going to get by that the today. word fuck, leave now. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I understand where you're at. I'm, I, I spent too much time listening to CNN over the weekend. Over the weekend, you... Oh, that's right, because you were trapped in Oregon. I had no, I had no access to Fox News. I had to obtain Fox some news. Fox News isn't I, any better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally have to watch the news on the mute button from now till the election is over. Let's. I was gonna wait until later, but let's go right into this. Let's address Susan Page versus Chris Wallace. I thought she did a fine job. I thought she did a better job. Oh, than Chris wait, Wallace. no, you know what that tells me? Like she was the grand champion, and he got walked out the gate and didn't make the cut. If we're going to compare I think those two people, but I thought she did a fine job. I do not think she was biased. I don't. I, I think her questions I were. I don't think they were biased. I thought she I do. gave hard questions. I thought she pressed both of them. There is no doubt that Pence won, but Pence continued to talk over time, and she would try to shut him down. When Camel Toe would talk over time, she would try to shut her down. I thought that woman was absolutely fine. I thought she was great on the moderation part. I still am going to disagree with how she worded the questions and the questions she chose. Just like the Supreme Court, instead of addressing the Supreme Court, she took it the abortion route. Same thing, just a twist that leans more. Okay, maybe that one question was a little funky, but I thought the majority of those questions were fair and up for grabs and... I mean, I, I do agree with you on that one question instead of she went Roe versus Wade, but neither one of them answered it, so it doesn't matter. No, you're right. They they took it right right to the I, – I thought that my boy Pence took it the right No, he direction. didn't answer the question. Neither did Camelton. Yeah, that was fine. But Yeah, it was worked out, worked out <laughs> great. But just saying. But, uh, so with, with that said, we both agree that Chris, it was, it was not good. And, and he I was told the, you Chris Wallace was going to be a liberal fucktard before did. we ever went on there. And you informed me how wonderful Chris Wallace was. You you told me that prior to this first debate. You you were on track on that one. I also totally said there it. wouldn't I be was, a second presidential debate. There's not going to be. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm not done with Chris. The interview he had with Trump several weeks ago, I thought was harsh. But I was trying to justify the fact that if Biden would interview, he'd do the same. In hindsight, I don't think he would. No. And you are absolutely correct. I missed the boat. I was wrong. I would like Chris Wallace dismissed from Fox News. Well, you need to get a whole big boat of people to put in there. Because I'm telling you, and like you, you were offended by Chris Wallace because you thought that he was an unbiased person. We're like people like your boy Juan, who is an out and proud liberal. You're fine with him talking smack. I cannot stand Donna Brazil. Anymore, I cannot. Uh, last when night, she was I've doing never... this black girl magic and she rocked it and all oh. this other stuff, I literally turned it off because I could not. That woman is so full of shit; it hurts. And not only I painful is she She's full painful. of shit, 
She is also the woman that got thrown out of being the Democratic chair because she gave Hillary Clinton the questions last year for the debate. <laughs> so why does yeah, she even exactly. get to no, comment I, on the debates? I know. I can tell you why Fox News has her. We're trying. Let, let's let's just be open. I love Fox because they are a little biased. They try to stand up for the other side. I appreciate that. They bring her on as a person on the left that they assume is going to look stupid. And they did it. They nailed it. I, I give them credit. I pat them on the back. I can't stand listening to her. But if we have to like have both sides. nails on a chalkboard for me. But don't you think they brought her in intentionally because she is that I, I do not know why. And she's obviously one of the stupid bitches alive if she gets caught cheating when she's the Democratic National Chair. I mean, that giving the questions yeah, to that, Hillary. That literally, that does not yes. take, if you can't cover it up, then let's not do it. But um, <laughs> I think they brought, brought her and Juan on. For the sole purpose See, that they do I not. I think Juan looks stupid every time he opens his mouth. And I love yes. the five. And I think that's intentional. I love the five because I love Greg. And But, like, I mean, I guess I'm immune to Juan now because I know everything that comes out of his mouth is going to be libtard, bullshit, and dumb. And then also, whenever he gets pressed on anything, he can't answer back. So I'm just kind of immune to him. I guess I get more riled up over Donna Brazil because she has been proven to be a cheater, a liar, a fake, all this other stuff, and they still have her on there. And then for her to act like Camel Toe won that debate is just absolutely the. I mean, I I, I have no words. I she she was not not won it. She dominated it. She was her girl. Oh yeah, she rocked it. And I, 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 it, I can't tell you it hit me worse than it hit you. Just that 30 seconds she was speaking about it, I wanted to I, explode. Again, I'm going to have to watch news on mute from here on out. And that brings up a very good point, talking about mute. My mother called me last night after the debate. She wanted to know who I thought won. I said, well, did you watch it? And she <laughs> said, well, kind of, but not really. And. I remember back in 2016 when there were like, I don't know, 32 Republican candidates. There was a guy that worked for Reagan, and I can't remember his name now. But uh, I think he was either, at one time he was Reagan's chief of staff or head of his campaign, something. And he made a point that I think is very fitting towards last night's debate. He said, more times than not, you can tell who wins the debate if you'll just put it on mute and watch the people up there. If you would have done that last night, you would have seen a controlled, calm, confident Mike Pence, and you would have seen a smirking, eye-rolling, resting bitch face camel toe. That is a perfect example. I mean, her smirks, her attitude. I have a quote. I'm going to steal from a CNN analysis that I turned on last night after the debate that sums us up the feel of the debate regarding attitude and personality, exactly what Ryan's talking about. This fits so perfectly. And I don't even know the name of the CNN analyst that was there. A black gentleman in his, his comment, those that are married to black women already know they will not allow you to win a debate. This sums it up. And, and that's the way she was. She was furious that Pence was doing a nice job explaining the facts. And again, and like, I thought, I am not 
a cheerleader for Pence. I think he's fine. I, he does not offend me. Time out. I, I, I want to go on the record. I am a cheerleader. Stable, I, intelligent, I'm, professionally spoken. I think I am not great. a cheerleader for Pence. He, the the two time why? Why would you why would I, you not? I just be? don't think he's that impressive. I don't think He's too stable. He's too intelligent. No, too if you level-headed. will let me finish, Camel Toe, and quit interrupting me. I I do not understand. How look at his record in the him. Senate, and look at his record as governor of Indiana. He really did not accomplish that much. Did he do a great deal wrong? No, but he didn't do a whole lot right. Do I think that why he looks so impressive right now is because if you watch the two debates that have happened, Trump and Biden both look like raving lunatics, and she looks like a snarking, sneering bitch. He is calm. He is stable. He is confident. Now, the fact that you can be calm, Agreed. stable, and confident against three maniacs, if that's what where we're at in terms of making you impressive in presidential politics, I think that's a real sad moment for America. That is where we're at, and he's, the good thing is he's been that way for as long as I can remember, this isn't something that all of a sudden just happened. He's he, this is what I would have expected. I think from he's him. borderline boring most of the time. I'm going to be honest, but I thought he did a great job last night. I'm not saying he didn't win. I am just saying the fact that the reason everyone, even some of the Democrats, are talking about how well he did is because of just what I'm telling you. The bar has so low. And compared to the other three on how they have presented and acted during the debates, that if you just sit there and keep your cool, you're a winner. I agree. And he was, he was able to do that. I, we would expect nothing less from him because of his track record. And that's how he's always presented himself. But even with that, no, I, I don't think he's going to throw out those one-line. Oh, he one got line. a couple in. I, I was... He did better, more than I thought, but not not things that, are, if he wasn't up against the crazies, no, he might come across. If as a, you had boring. 16 people on stage, he'd get swallowed up, is what I'm saying. He he would, but I will take, in terms of somebody that is in charge of our country, somebody that stable, that consistent, I know what I'm getting I, every day. I think he's been the most loyal person to President Trump, and I applaud him for that. I'm just... And at times, right. it was hard to and do. And he's never not had his back. I'm all for it. I just, again, I, I'm trying to bring up the point that the reason we all, and I, again, I think it was a clear, a clearer victory for him than it was for Biden against Trump. I mean, there's no way anybody that is rational or unbiased does not think that Pence blew that bitch away last night. But I, yet we, yet we've heard a couple not say many, that, that not he did many. not. What I heard more than anyone else is some thought it was closer to a tie. No one said she won other than Donna Brazil. Okay? Exactly. I, I didn't hear Juan. Juan I didn't, said he I'm thought sure it was Juan a tie. said the same thing. A draw. Okay. Is, was his, That's pretty good was for Juan. His That's pretty good. Were, but I'm just saying the fact that if you don't lose your cool and you present facts and you don't have to have anything else going for you, that makes you a clear winner in presidential politics. If you can't say that's a little sad. It's okay. really sad. That, that's my point. No, I, I agree with that. I, I agree of the, of the four right now in terms of electability, I'm all in that. That's where I'm at because of the situation. On the debate. 
some people thought she had uh, she had a really strong first fifteen minutes because of COVID. I guess I did not think. I think she had some points on COVID in terms of the fact that she sped out numbers on how many died, how many have had it, stuff like that. But also, when Pence countered with the fact that under Obama-Biden, I think 60 million got swine flu, and that his Obama's own chief of staff literally said, the only reason it wasn't worse was pure luck and they did everything wrong. I, I don't, and she didn't have any defense of that. I guess I don't see that as very strong. I agree, but I don't think the public's looking at it that deep. I don't think they're hearing that information unless they're Again, listening. And so close. she had no defense of that in terms of the fact that I don't see that as a strong point when Pence made those comments about how they handled the swine flu, what, Obama's chief of staff said that it was all pure luck and they couldn't, they did everything wrong. I don't see that as, if that's her strongest moment, I guess it wasn't very strong is my point. No, and I think it was an easy start for, remember I talked about the little bias. I think starting on COVID was intentional because it it, it was going to go her direction. The Could have been worse if she would have ended with it. I don't know. I think setting that tone in the beginning, I think, Pence handled himself so well that it wasn't as big a factor as it could have been. What I enjoyed is Pence came back and he gave those facts that we talked about a couple episodes ago that the predictions back in March, when we first were were looking at what this virus can do, the China's virus could do to us under a poor management protocol, we could look at 2 million plus deaths under doing everything correctly. We're looking at just over 200,000, which is where we're at now. I'm not saying that it's not going to continue to climb. But if you look at that and you you take everything else away, and Pence brought that out, obviously things were managed pretty well if we stayed on the low end of that. And, and one life, again, is too many. And the swine flu, I promise you that Biden and Obama and those around him were not sure how deadly the swine flu was. They're very, very lucky that it didn't turn out to be as bad. It's amazing to me, Ryan, we both were listening to news and, and going through the, that Acting as similar as we do now, how much was swine flu even on your radar? You want to talk about not disclosing what's going on? There's a lot of Americans out there that may have heard of the swine flu, but had no idea it was rampantly running through the U.S. at that time. I remember flying during the swine flu a lot. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know a lot of people, I mean, they're making everybody wear masks now, and I get that. but. Like, if during the swine flu, if nobody had masks or anything, but like, if you coughed, like, they wanted to eject you from the plane. I mean, it was insane. And you would see some some of the Asians wearing masks. I don't know if they're native to, to the U.S. or citizens or, or here from other countries, but, and, and I've seen it since the swine flu. I've noticed it more traveling abroad that there's a lot of people, especially. In the Asian countries, they, they just wear a mask every day. It's just part of their culture. Yeah, you've now. discussed that before that they, I mean, that's just something they do. I, I do not want to live yeah, that no, way. I'm, it's not going to work. But again, you know, on the debate, after, uh, after the COVID deal, she kind of lost all points and reason. And, 
And I and I th- and then again, I I thought what was weird, at least for me, are the questions that both of them chose not to answer. And there were two that they both chose not to answer, and they should be. I mean, if you go to these people's website, I'm sure this is laid out. It has to be laid out there for us to read. So if it's out there, why not just answer it? And the two questions that they did not answer is when they went to the Supreme Court and the Roe versus Wade, she asked both of them that if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it will go back to the states. And she asked Pence what he would want his state of Indiana to do. And she asked home, uh, Cameltoe what she, what she would want California to do. And neither one of them answered that question. Their stance on pro-life, pro-choice, it has to be in black and white somewhere. So why not answer that? I don't, I don't even think you need to look at the website. I think everybody that's paid any attention knows exactly where they're at. I can give Pence the, the benefit of the doubt that that was his best opportunity to go towards stacking the Supreme Court. He needed to bring that up somewhere. That's probably his best opportunity. And he did just that. I still do not understand why neither one of them would answer that when that, that that's not a hidden agenda. That's not a hidden I, item. No, I agree. They they should have just gone out there and said it. I can I can tell you why why Cameltoe is not answering that. When you when you think about the position, she's in a tough position. Her and Joe both, she is the most radical left person in the Senate. She has to thread that needle and change directions like a true politician that, that we've witnessed from Joe for years. Right now, her and Joe are on this, let's grab the moderate, let's grab the independents. We can kind of push the green deal that we've already promoted aside. We can push aside that we're going to eliminate fossil fuels, including fracking, because they both came out very strongly against that, and, and it's there's video of it everywhere. Now, all of a sudden, they're they're changing their tune we're going to allow fracking. That was a big deal last night. We're going to not follow exactly the, the Green Deal. They're counting on the fact that that far left that they're probably pissing off right now because they're, they're talking about fracking. They're not bringing up the Green Deal as much. They're counting on the fact those far left are so anti-Trump, they are going to vote for Biden-Harris irregardless. So now they're pandering towards the middle. They're pandering towards those independents. Unfortunately, I think it's probably a good plan, yet it sickens me to see him stand up there and lie about it. And then the other question that I was I was really disappointed that neither one of them answered because in the selection, with Biden's cognitive abilities questionable and the fact that he stated early on and now he's flip-flop like he does on everything, that he won't seek a second term, and the fact that Trump just had coronavirus— Hey, he's not going to seek a no, second No, he's you know why? on that now, though. But you do know why he will not. Well, I'm sure he won't make it that long, but you're missing the point of my question, Dale. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, with Trump just having coronavirus, the moderator both asked them the same question. Have you had discussions with President Trump or Vice President Joe Biden on what the responsibilities, duties, all this other stuff, what the protocol will be in case something goes wonky with either of the top of the ticket. 
Neither one of them touched it with a 25-foot bolt. Why would you not well, answer that question? That's the most the, important me, the product- question that was posed <laughs> last night. I don't. I don't know because I think it's an assumption that they're going to become the vi- the vice president becomes the president. That's what Why it is. They're in charge. What, they're going to do. Else, just state what happens in the Constitution. If the president cannot fulfill his term, well, that is not or becomes incapacitated, the vice president takes a spot. That's assumed. I think she was wanting to talk about policy. That is my At my assumption. Least I want to know, do will you follow much. my policy? <laughs> True, it's a waste of time. Total. We know what happens if something happens. It's better the than the not saying a damn over. thing. And you want me to tell you what Camel Toe is going to do if that were to happen? She's going to show that she's the most liberal senator in 2019. Oh, is she going to show it? She's going to scream it from the but rooftops. Pence had a. I, I do not understand why Pence would not just say, I would continue to follow the Trump doctrine. These would be the important things to me. I do not get why they would not answer that. I, I agree with that part. He, I, I don't remember what Pence even what direction. He didn't. He he, it. it was nowhere near that question. He said he. But was it something of value to bring up? That maybe he that's why back this on question. Some things that I'd like to redirect to something else. Yes, that was. And it. And I was like, he wanted to go back to a previous question that he wasn't able to finish. So. Under a question presented <laughs> as such that I think is irrelevant. You're giving him way why not big do pass that? on that. No, way I think I'm, I'm good with that. It, who wants to hear that the vice president takes over the president? We know that. Why not talk about that? what would have been the most important to him if he had to fill that role? Why not? I, I think your your answer's right. Real short, let's let's continue the policies that have been placed this the would past be the four years. Two or three most important things to me. Why not? I think that was a huge miss for both of them. I mean, I realized why Camel Toe kept her trap shut because, but that would have brought the liberals back on her she side. Could not, but I think they're there anyway because they're so they're they're a vote against Trump. They, she can't lose the the far left, so she says piss on them. I mean, they if I'm the far left, if I'm Bernie right now, what do you think Bernie's thinking when he hears about this fracking and how Joe's throwing a, his little document that he and Bernie agreed upon to the wayside. I mean, Bernie threw a lot of support behind him early and I can't imagine that he's very happy about it. Sure he's not. I just thought, again, I understand why Kamala, Kamala, whatever the hell her name is, stayed quiet on that issue. I thought that was a huge miss for Pence because not only could he have just said, I'm going to follow Trump, whatever, and given a couple of things, but he would have answered the question when she had not. I, I can accept that we could have we could have scored points. Let's let's, I mean, take a deep breath because he he did go back. I'm sure he was, wanted to finish something that that was started earlier. I I I get it. Thinking that quickly on your feet, knowing in hindsight, much easier. He missed it, but but still, I'm I'm good. I, I know you're good. You think Pence is rock star, and that's fine, I think you. I'm I'm very proud I of him. I am too. Night. I'm just pointing out. You know, I no one is a bigger supporter of Trump, and I railed on him because he did so poorly last time. So I'm going to bring out the flaws in everybody because I think that this debate thing is not that difficult. I'm just being real honest. I do not think it is as difficult as it appears to be. I mean, I I would agree. I was with that. in debate it's sad in we don't have- high school and college and all that, and I was pretty damn good at it. And I'm just telling you, <laughs> as long as you have a grasp at what's going on. 
and who you're up against, it is not that difficult to do, people. But I, again, I we I'm should quick have on my we should feet. have four people up there debating that are much better than what I'm quick on my feet. Maybe these other people aren't. I don't. I mean, okay, quick on Mister Quick on your feet. What do you think? Do, do you agree that that at this moment that Joe and Cameltoe are willing? to step on the far left to try to grab those moderates and independents. I think the moderates and independents are a larger part of their voting congregation. And they think that the liberals will just not vote. They, they, they will cast a vote for them against I Trump. Think I think they'll still vote. I think they'll still I vote. I also think Trump's in there. that I don't know the moderates in the, the moderates in that deal. If, Things like last night happened, where, again, where Pence was so strong, and I have said this before, and I will say this again, I do not think this is much of a choice in this election. If the Trump campaign would just talk about their record, what they have done, what they have accomplished, and bring out the policies of the other side, there is not a choice in this election. Now, it seems Almost impossible for those people to get that point across or grasp it. But Pence did a very good job at that last night. He talked about the record of the Trump administration. He pointed out the far left and really out their policies of the Biden-Harris ticket. And again, if that continued to happen, or if that would have been what has happened the whole time... I don't think there would be a choice in this election. Unfortunately, that's not the case. I, I'm I'm very concerned about it. One thing, if if we we have twenty some days left, if there's one thing that I wish we could get across, twenty six days left. One thing I want to get across to those few people out there that are still trying to decide which direction to go, and maybe some of those are on the fence that we can we can pull our direction. I do not think people realize because of all the attention and the media bombardment of COVID and everything that's taking place, people do not realize our country is about to undertake, if the Dems get the House, they're likely to get the Senate, and they're probably going to keep or get the White House, they're likely to get the Senate and keep the House of Representatives. They have all three segments. If this happens, people have no idea the level of socialism that's coming. Maybe they don't understand socialism. Maybe they don't understand the value of making decisions for yourself and the government not taking all of your money and making all of your decisions, if they would simply understand if this election goes the wrong way, it's going to snowball into the Senate and the House. They're going to have complete control. And we're going to see, We people talk about socialism. They think, oh, that can't happen. By God, it can happen. And I'm not saying it'll be full-out socialism the first six months, but it is going to push our country in that direction. And if there's so, as many handouts that'll be given out, think about what Pelosi will do if she's still in charge, Pence and Harris are in the White House and they have the Senate, she is going to throw money to Illinois, to California, to New York, to bail out all these poorly managed, corrupt-ass states that, that have wasted money. My pension's almost drained because they gave it to their buddies to do a construction project. They did this or that with it. I promise you, this is just the beginning. If it flips, and I'm very, very concerned that it may, I'm not saying socialism will happen in the next 12 months. But it's the beginning of the end. Um. So your doomsday theory, I'm going to back you up just a little I'm bit. I'm telling you, people need to wake up. It's time to wake up. This 
This is not this is not good. Okay. Easy killer. No, no. Yeah. No easy. Okay, let's let's go to CNN. I want to talk Do about I get CNN to speak or is this freaking no, Trump? No, not not no. Well, I'm going to no, talk whether talk you want me to or not, man. No, so no. I'm going to we're tell gonna go you on to the, the, the liberal no, left. I'm gonna tell you that you're wrong. What what are you gonna you're tell wrong. me? That we aren't gonna we aren't gonna go down a terrible path. They're not path going to take if the they Senate. And if you would just listen for a minute instead of run your I head, happy I will listen. tell you why. Do you not realize why they are not going to win the Senate? Yes, please. I am fearful that if the t- the top of the ticket does what it's done in the past, people are going to go the wrong direction. They're going they make, to keep I'm not saying the they're going to take the one. Senate. It scares me. Do you want to know why that they're going to keep the Senate by one? Or do you just does, want to continue include, to spout that? Does that include Romney? Does that include Romney's Romney? not up for re-election. So that includes him. So all of a sudden, we no longer have the Senate. Can you count on him? They're going to keep the Senate by at least one because of the North Carolina sexting scandal. I hope. Okay. Evidently, you don't watch the same news or the polls that I have. That it, everyone, even CNN has said, because of the sexting scandal in North Carolina, that Republicans are going to keep control of the Senate now. And you're telling me there's not other races that are relatively close to the top of the tickets not going to affect? Everyone has said since that man's affair has been brought out that that was the one thing that they thought that the Senate could be a tie. And now it will – If they flip If they that. flip that one, they thought it would be a tie, and now it's not. Do you realize what, what that puts if, – if we're up by one, the, the power that puts on Mitt Romney and his ability to screw with them? I'm just saying I'll take one over being in the minority. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Now you can continue to rant on like a banshee. Go right ahead. We're going to talk about CNN and MSNBC. I thought this was about the debate, but evidently it's not. But please, by all means, this is about all of it. The ignorance and full-out manipulation coming from CNN, MSNBC, and I could probably go on with a couple others, but those are the only two that I flip to on occasion, and I've been forced to watch them longer than I ever have in my lifetime. If you want to know what the future is going to look like, if you want to really understand if the Biden-Harris campaign wins this election, this tune in for one hour, one hour, and I know you'd have more things to do than, than watch the news, CNN especially, or MSNBC for one straight hour, but I promise you, if you would do that, and you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to go out and vote, after that hour of sitting and listening to that bullshit and their apparent view of the world and where they think it needs to go, you will not only get your ass out there and vote, you're going to grab everybody around you possibly can, and you're going to the polls. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. It's it's. Have you watched them for an hour oh, straight? Yeah. Now I'll be honest with it's, you. It is unbelievable. I think MSNBC is actually worse than CNN this cycle. I, I'm telling you, I really do. I, yeah, are. it depends what what part of the day you hit them. It is people. I know you think Ryan and I are are losing our minds and the sky is falling and we've gone off the deep end. No, that would be you. Just I'm the one that t- just told you. To I, like, I'll take it. Yeah, out, sure. I can I can tell you the sky is falling and if it the election goes the wrong way, that's. That's kind of where I feel. But you, if you go watch one hour, one of those news channels, you will understand why the sky is falling. I mean, I agree that it is really, really out there if you listen to them. and scares and, the shit and out of me. I think what will sum this up more than anything else is the best thing that Pence did all night long. I don't know who came up with this line. If he did, more power to him. He told Cameltoe that she is entitled to her opinion, but she is not entitled to her own facts. 
And if you do, it was and awesome. if you do watch those other networks, they they just make up their own facts. And that and they they keep repeating it until the public and believes so it. that that was a great line. You repeated it several times, and that is kind of the what you see on those two networks. But I agree. If you do watch that, it is very very troublesome and very very bothersome. You're right. That that was strong. Pence also made a comment: trust the American people to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they make a decision on the election. But in general, I would love. The people to have. Well, that was in reference the to their to saying that their Amy Coney Barrett's Rose Garden event announcing her as the Supreme Court nominee was a super spreader event. I still, there, there's no facts and knowledge based in that other than the fact a half a dozen to 10 people that were there came up with COVID. Now, that event was several, de- I mean, I don't remember what day it was, but it was a little bit ago. And they're blaming that for Trump and the people in the White House and some of these senators getting the Rona, which whatever. But I it it just goes back to to prove that this this testing and contact tracing it's all bullshit. We need to lock down the vulnerable, cut everybody else loose, and we would save more lives doing. I that. think the fact that Pence did say that Trump and him and that administration trust the American people to make their own decisions, what's based for their health, That was a, that's a big win. And that is right. And if we aren't trusted to make those decisions, we no longer live in a free society. No, there's, there's where socialism's coming into play and beyond. That, that's just plain and simple. If we're not allowed to make our own decisions about our health or our health care or many, many other things, then we no longer live in a free society, which is what America was created upon. Agreed 100%. I thought the other really good line, again, and they said this was Camel Toe's shining moment, and I didn't see much shimmer or glimmer in her moment, but when she was going on about COVID, Pence came back with the fact that if you read the Biden-Harris COVID plan, it is strangely similar to what Trump and Pence have done. And he brought up the fact that it's a little like plagiarism, which Joe Biden knows a whole lot about. For some of you that did not get that reference, this is Sleepy Creepy Joe's third time to run for president. The first time he ran for president, he plagiarized a speech from a British, I want to say the British prime minister, but I may be wrong on that. But it was somebody in Britain. He plagiarized a speech from him, and the media caught on, and he was forced to bow out of the race. And, and everybody's forgotten about that. Even Cameltoe talks about he decided to run for president because of such. But which time? Right, yeah. Which but time? That, I thought that, and again, I think that was kind of lost on a whole bunch of people because there's not many people in America that follow this like we do or – go into the history of it as much as I do. And so I thought that line was great. I don't know how effective it was because I don't know how many people got the resonance of it. And again, the one thing that I disappointed in is that Fox did not pick up on that line more. No, they, they didn't, didn't push it all. I was, I was impressed and a little shocked that, that Pence threw it out. Oh, I, I thought, I thought that was his one 
really good zinger. You you enjoyed just him stepping up a little bit and getting outside of the box. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you actually do have some bite in you, dude. That's cool. Do that more. If he would do that more often, I really, I could be all for him. Despite <laughs> the fact, and like, again, I am not some gay rights activist or anything else. He has a clear track record voting against all gay issues. That really doesn't bother me as much because in the realm of things, doesn't affect a whole lot for me. But I just think sometimes he comes off as a little subdued and a little boring. That right there had some bite into it, and I liked it. I, I appreciate the fact that Pence turned that vaccine thing around so well on Camel Toe. Harris comes out and makes a statement that she's asked a question, will you will you take the vaccine? Well, she says, well, if the scientists say it's okay, but if Trump says it's okay and tells me to take it, she will not take the vaccine. Pence turns that around and says, stop playing politics with people's lives. It's unconstitutional. And what he's, and, and the, it is, a, he backed her right yeah, and into And it, it is abhorrent that, Biden and Camel Toe are trying to undermine the public's feeling about a vaccine that is being created. That, that is absolutely they, they tragic. They want the, until the election, they want the United States to believe that we're going to be in this situation forever unless they come into charge. And if, if we would promote the vaccines that are being made and think a little bit about herd immunity and how vaccines can play a role in herd immunity, it's, we, we, I'm not saying that we're going to be out of this in, in three months or six months, but we are on a very, very good path. And as I travel around the country, and, and Ryan's traveled more than I have, but it's very, very apparent, there are certain states and certain geographic areas of our country that are just opened up. The people aren't putting up with this crap anymore. They're going out there. They're keeping those that are vulnerable, safe as they possibly can, and more resources need to be allocated to that. Let's let herd immunity build and in turn make it safe for those that are vulnerable because we're going to keep it in the environment that much less. And the thing that will push us over the top is the vaccine. Let's get a boost as far as we can, vaccinate, let it take it over the top. Normal life will be back at some point. I think talking about parts of the country that just aren't putting up with the bullshit, I'll give a shout out to a state that got brought up last night. Uh, Iowa's kind of that way. Very, I, I've traveled Iowa this summer a lot, and uh, not a whole lot of mask wearing, and they're just kind of doing what they do. And the fact I had so many people reach out to me last night, going, "Uh, where the fuck are these floods in Iowa that Camel Toe's talking about?" Oh, uh, just just amazing. I mean, where did that come from? I don't know. She just like. She's talking about the floods in Iowa, and everybody's like, and 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 not only talking about that, she's basically saying the wildfires, the hurricanes, the floods, the storms that Trump has just completely manipulated Mother Nature in a three and a half short years. I just a show in Iowa, and it came to a downpour in the middle of these people getting lambs, goats, pigs, cattle ready. Those people were so thankful for the rain, we stopped the whole show, didn't care. So I don't know where these floods in Iowa were. <laughs> But she needs to, like, do some research and let not only me, but all the people from Iowa that contacted me asking where the flooding was. So <laughs> I don't know. I want to back up one moment because there is a point that, that we didn't talk about as much as I would like. 
and you know, I have this this vision of the world, Ryan. We have to make sure everything fits. <laughs> right. Okay. We know they're going to stack the Supreme Court if they can. We both agree on that, correct? Oh, well, obviously, they're not answering the question, so. Yeah. No, they're going to, and that that is a travesty. Guess what else they're going to do? Talk about Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. If they become states, how does that affect things? Where's your Where's your Senate majority then? They'll have the control of the Senate. Yeah, done. Your one extra senator is gone. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're not yeah. right on that, but and they, that's not the case right and now. And they will, but they will I do didn't, it. Do you agree I they will do both of those they things? they will not. Do you just Answer listen? the question. Will I they said, do it? I've yes said or that no? twice already. Both. Said that twice already. Okay. So then now, if they will do that, who owns the Senate? If that happens, the Democrats will. And what makes you think that won't happen? There's only one thing that prevents that. Uh, it. They would have to ratify the Constitution now. Which they can if they have all three segments. To ratify the Constitution, I think it has to be ratified by the states as well, sir. Agreed. And where are we with that? I'm not knowledgeable enough on that. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I don't know where we're at. But I I do know that it is Do you have blood pressure medicine on hand by the chance? My blood pressure is (laughs) good. It's good. Holly, if you're listening, make sure his life insurance is paid up. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I don't know. It scares me that Supreme Court packing scares me. Bringing Puerto Rico and Washington in for the purpose of of stacking the Senate very much concerns me. And you're right. I I will take things. I will look at every possible avenue they can take advantage of and assume it's going to happen. And I make the worst out of things. So I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to say the gay. Let's let's listen to him a little bit on this. I'm just saying to I, ratify the I Constitution takes a lot more than just having all three branches of government. That's what I'm going to say. And I, I think I think it makes it that much more critical. We need that nomination to the Supreme Court now. Oh no, I mean, it and has it's going to. Get to I mean, the Democrats said this morning that they cannot stop it. I mean, literally, there are two of them on record. Uh, six of them that are on that committee met with. Amy Coney Barrett yesterday, all of them, not a one of them said she was not qualified to sit on the Supreme Court. They all went back to the fact that they do not think it's the timing issue of it all. Uh, But again, two of them flat said there is nothing we can do to stop her confirmation. So I uh, love it. No, I agree. It has to happen. I think, and I'm going to give Trump credit for this. When he said, I'm done with the talks on stimulus and I'm pushing full steam ahead on this Supreme Court nomination, I think they all are like, oh, shit, we're fucked. And so now (laughs) they've given up on that and they're going back to they know that he's going to do whatever it takes to get that pushed through. And now they're going back to talks on the stimulus. And I do think that on both sides and on the president's behalf, something does need to happen. I realize that Pelosi wants too much. Probably the Republicans are being a little guarded on how much to give. The one thing that I do think some stimulus to people needs to go out for people that are out of work. The other thing that really has to happen, and most people will not understand this, they have to do something significant for the airlines in this country. Because again, 
I know you'll think, oh, well, the airlines, they really don't matter. That is a crucial part of our nation's economy. And the gay does not function without It doesn't the have anything to do with me. That is a crucial part of our nation's economy it's, because it affects so many other parts of the economy. Travel, tourism, business. I'm not I'm not one that supports bailouts, but I agree with the gay on this one. And I think a good example, Ryan, that both of us have experienced. I have been on flights lately that are the biggest planes I've ever flown in domestically that are jammed ass full. I've been on other flights that are completely empty. They've got the airlines so out of whack right now with their schedules. It's a mess. United's laying off like I, I, the last number was they said in October, which it's now October. I don't know if they've done it yet, but the reports were that they were going to lay off like 22,000 people in October. Yep. An American was cutting 16 cities as of October and again, 1st, eliminating 16 cities. I know cities. a bunch of people say, well, it doesn't matter if the airlines function, whatever. The airlines affect so many different areas of the economy. That is a huge thing that needs to get done. Will it will or not? I don't know. But I'm giving Trump credit on the fact he is the author of The Art of the Deal. The fact that he made that power play and now they backtrack. That just shows you how smart that man is in so many areas where we need the president of the United States to be smart. Not only to deal with the idiots in Washington, but to deal with things and leaders in foreign countries. No, no question. He there and that that takes me on to that we we haven't talked about what country a lot yet. China. And and it was brought up last night and and think about this scenario. If Biden and Harris are in that office, who is going to stand up to China? Who? Uh not Joe. It'll be the same as what we've experienced prior to 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 Trump taking office and it was going down a very bad path. Trump has a great record standing up for the American working person the trade war with China, and in my mind, I can't believe he was able to negotiate what he did, and we finally stood up, and enough's enough. We have people out there, I hope, like myself, reading labels, and I will do everything possible to avoid that. I don't know if I would have done that if Trump wouldn't have brought the light on the path we were going down and the problems we've encountered because of China taking over. Uh, I thought, you know, the fact that they brought that up and you're bringing it up now, yesterday on my Snapchat, there was a meme that I put up, and it says Biden. I've served my country for 47 years, and the bottom part of the meme is a guy on Jeopardy and says, what is China? <laughs> I you did love think it. it was quite funny. Oh, I mean, we. I, I think I saw some numbers since Bill Clinton took office. Before Trump, we lost 2 million jobs to China. And that goes back to Obama saying that it'd take a magic wand to bring back our labor force in terms of manufacturing and so forth. He just didn't think it's possible. And it is happening. It may change again, but it is happening right now under the, the Trump administration. No, no, I'm, there's no doubt that. And it won't be just China. Let's just look at Ukraine and the Hunter Biden nonsense that we haven't heard about oh, at all. God, I shouldn't even recently. said anything. It's gone. It's gone. That they could hang any Republican on that alone done, and it's not even it's not even sticking at all. We are so getting you some medication, or I'm getting a dart gun. But anyhow, uh, yeah, you look at Joe's experience with foreign countries, and it's either done nothing for the American people, but it has done some 
personal good and fortune for members of his family. So, again, not probably the best person to have in there leading the free world. No, no, not at all. And, you know, when I think about the bigger picture, if if we pull COVID out of this equation, do you realize we would not be having this discussion? There would be no need for an election. They would have handed the presidency to Trump for the next four years, minus COVID. That is the most accurate thing you have said in a while, sir. So that that is the bottom line. COVID hit. The Chinese virus hit. They uh, while I'm speaking of that, I did find some new information that I talked about on Beyond the Ring, and, and I didn't go quite far enough. Do you realize this this COVID virus is not mutating at the level that most would expect? You know what that points to? I'm sure you're going to inform us. It, it is. There's no question, and if, if this is accurate, and everything I can find is, that naturally occurring viruses will mutate. It just is what it is. Man-made viruses do not have that same ability. I thought we had cleared this up a long time ago. That this was no. There's new information coming out. I am not gonna gonna say that China is not responsible. I thought we had cleared this up a long time ago. We all know that they literally created the virus and put it out there in the world. I mean, like, I did not. I did not know if they created it, but I thought they intentionally allowed it to escape. I thought probably a natural occurring virus that was allowed to escape. Now, but I think it might go further. Okay, so now you're ready to for it to go further. I've I've been, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Early on, I was, when the first reports, when they had that one guy that ended up dead, who was trying to report to the world about stuff, and he just, you know, miraculously got killeried, I mean, killed or whatever. Yeah, I knew back then that there was a big, big problem. Huge. This was not just something a random act that there was a lot more to this and probably that China just put that out there. And again, I brought up the fact that I thought the only thing that held me back on that was because they killed a lot of their own people. And you so aptly point pointed out that you didn't think that was a problem because they have a population problem. And they insert population control. I think, I think the crazy bastards want to kill people. Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, just is. I, I just, I, I really do. And it's, it's amazing. If we look at the big picture and think about China's path during the Trump administration and how he's pulled back manufacturing, he's done a lot of things that the Chinese, it takes them, it derailed their entire plan for world domination. He single-handedly derailed that. They're going to do anything it takes to get him out of the presidency and get back on, on the right path. I can't think of a better way to do it. Again, minus COVID, Trump doesn't even, there is no election. No, you're ab- a formal again, election, but it doesn't you're take place. Absolutely 100% correct on that. Be after, after the impeachment thing failed, and that was right before this hit, there all points, arrows, everything was this was going to be a landslide. I have never seen so much crap thrown at a president, and, and he's been able to, to still survive it. And I, I, I'm worried right now, but considering where he's at right now with everything that's been throw at, thrown at him, I consider that a victory, but I really want the victory to be on election day. I, again, I'm hoping and praying that the silent majority is a lot more silent than what we think and that they're going to come through because, again, a lot of the problems that Trump is having with re-election are of his own 
design and creation. And so, again, I'm completely transparent. I think that we are just absolutely going to be in the worst disaster ever. If he doesn't get reelected, at the same time, he completely blew his chance at the first. No, he did it. He did it to at himself. the first debate, and now there's not going to be a second debate. Now, I don't. As of right now, there's not going to be one. No, let's talk about that as we, we kind of wind things down here. And the, the second debate, and Ryan, you you have more current information than I do. And, and as of right now, because it's virtual, what does Trump say well, about first it? First thing this morning, I guess they informed both campaigns that the second debate was going to be a virtual town hall because President Trump was diagnosed with the Rona. Now, that debate is not supposed to be till next Thursday. Trump had already said that he would produce three consecutive negative tests for COVID or he would not participate in a live one-on-one debate. Until this morning, the debate rules simply stated that as long as he tested negative upon arrival at the debate site, the debate goes on. Trump was willing to go further than that with three consecutive negative tests. This morning, they call the campaigns and say, virtual town hall. Trump goes on Fox Business News and says he's not going to participate. Not going to waste his time with virtual debate. He's not having it. Uh, Biden's original response was that if Trump, which I love this, this is true leadership. If Trump didn't show up to the debate, he didn't know what he would do. <laughs> which I, I don't think you ever need to answer. I don't know what I'm going to do if you're running for the president. That was president classic. of the United States. Absolute but classic. there you go. There's Sleepy Joe for you. Um, since then, the Biden campaign has announced that they're going to the debate, regardless whether Trump shows up or not. Now I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he likes to talk to himself, so maybe he'll just debate himself. I don't know. I would say that one of two things are going to happen. Either this is kind of like when Trump said the stimulus talks are coming to a halt and he's using this as a negotiating tool, or he's really, and if that doesn't work, he will. I do not think he will show up for a virtual debate. I cannot blame him for that. There is way too many ways that without any audience or anybody there to hold both campaigns accountable. The cheating and everything rampant, rampant, just crazy. And so I can't blame. You don't have to worry about an earpiece. No earpieces in Sleepy Joe. He'll have his damn monitor back. I mean, like again, I can't blame President Trump for that. What I would say, and of course, I don't think the Trump campaign listens to this, but if they did, I would implore them to send Mike Pence to the virtual debate, even if Sleepy Creepy Joe had a moderator and a lip reader and an ear device or whatever, just let, just let Pence go. Because what Pence proved last night is he will allow the other team to hang themselves. He puts out the news and then he lets them hang himself. Where Trump, and he sets them up a little, just enough to hang himself. Where Trump could not do that the last time. He, he was. He just. He couldn't. He couldn't help himself but jumping in. And if he wouldn't have jumped in, 
Biden would have gaffed. He would have hung himself. And all all he has to do is, deal again, today. and like I know that Joe will probably have things there that will help him out. But if all he says 900 times is answer the question if you're going to pack the court. Tell me why. Give me a reason on why up until the last two months you said you were going to ban fracking. If he just does that for 90 minutes, it's a win. That's all that Trump has to do if he takes it, but he won't. He can't. It's just not in it. He just won't. No, and and what's what I'd like to to add to what Ryan's saying, Sleepy Joe was good with a a three negative test or even one negative test and having debate until this damn date debate commission came out this morning and decided they're going to set up the rules and guidelines for the debate rather than negotiating such, which in my mind is not their position, but so be it. Yeah. Again, I, I don't think the Biden, I'm not saying the Biden campaign caused the presidential debate commission to do this, but as someone, as Cruz said this morning, the debate commission is just acting like arms for the Biden campaign. They are literally offering support in every single way. And the Trump campaign said this was a unilateral decision. And again, they weren't aware of it till it two minutes before it went out on the national news. Trump saying he may not go, maybe a bargaining tool. I don't know. If this one doesn't happen, if the second one doesn't happen, I'm praying the third one happens. But then again, every day we lose, more and more people have voted by early voting, absentee voting, mail voting. And so I there's there's far more voting going on prior to election day than I ever realized. And so I I again the third debate's still possible if the second one blows up, but you've lost a lot of people in between them that are going to count the cast their votes. So I hope that somehow this gets resolved and there actually is a debate, but I am not going, I cannot blame or fault Trump for saying he won't participate in a virtual debate. Agreed. I I have another point that I want to bring up that we, we didn't address. We kind of jumped on the, the left leaning media and, and we failed to talk about social media and, as Ryan is aware, and I haven't maybe made it as public as I should, but Facebook, I'm going to address first and, and maybe just stick with that one. I have to be very conscious of what posts I put on beyond the ring. If I mention the word China spelled correctly, if I talk about anything political or that could be taking political or voting, any of those things, Facebook is not allowing that to go out to the masses. They very, very much limit. I have to post something five different times, and some of you may notice that, wow, I saw that, but it's gone, because Facebook will not allow it. I continue to adjust and adapt the wording to get the point across I want without using their targeted keywords that they're going to shut things down on. I had a post on Hummel Livestock the other day that I wanted to go a little more political than I, than I could, but I was so limited on what words I can use. If you're not following me on a regular basis, you may think, well, that makes absolutely no sense trying to get the message out there. I mean, it is it is a joke. And I heard today that Facebook's coming out after the election, zero political ads allowed at all. Well, it's awful odd that we're 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 going to that point and then then none. I don't think that's a bad thing though. I don't know. I, I my my fear I, I agree. I wish it was already in place because it's definitely weighted the other way. 
Brian, I, I can't explain to you when, when, for example, on our Humble Livestock page, we have close to 40,000 followers. And if I put something up there that has any political connotation in the manner that I, I would like to, it maybe gets out to 200 people out of the 40,000. If I leave that alone, I can eventually get to all 40,000. But for real, I can assure you guys, they are censoring these things. And, it, and it's to a level that that we just we can't even comprehend. And that's going to have an impact. I'm not saying it won't, but if they're literally going to make it to where there are zero political ads on Facebook, I think that's perfectly fine. And when they say ads, those would be sponsored ads that are going out to a lot of people. I don't know about the organic, like your your our personal pages, they limit us to 5,000 friends. And, and I think Ryan and I are, are both maxed out on that. So it's a little tricky sometimes getting messages and, and things like that. I think on those pages, you're still going to be able to post what you want. They may restrict how far it goes out. But on the true business pages that you have to sponsor and pay Facebook to release it, it doesn't matter how much you throw at it. Some of those, they, they simply are not going to release. It's, it's frightening to me. It's something. Uh, there's no doubt on that. No, this is unprecedented. Every, I mean, that, I think that's a word that is not used enough. But everything... From the time that man came down the escalator in Trump Tower, unprecedented is probably the most fitting word about all things presidential politics since then. That sums it up very, very well. I I feel much better this morning than I did the night after the presidential debate, but the problem is I've spiraled so far downward since then. And when I saw the polls kind of flipping a little bit and going back towards Biden's direction, I'm I'm not at a good place, but I'm much happier with how last night went than obviously the presidential debate. I wish we could have flipped those two. I'd rather had a train wreck last (laughs) night. Well, only time will tell, and time is rapidly running out. So, as you stated, 26 days, and I, 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 if if I can leave everybody with one thing, go watch that left media, MSNBC, CNN, just long enough for you to get sick to your stomach. Think about or, or bring to people's attention that if COVID, this Chinese virus, don't let China win. If they did release this on us, they're about to win because of the direction this election might go. Do not let that happen. If you think about all the accomplishments pre-COVID and where Trump was in terms of favorability and in the polls and, and all of the, the factors that count towards winning an election, it was absolutely over. So if we let the Chinese virus and the Chinese government, Communist Party, dictate basically this election in the the future and the direction that our country takes that's that's like them winning a major world war i'm i'm out let's not let it happen i'm with you well ryan i i i enjoyed today maybe maybe need to go take some medication i think you need to worry about either start drinking or dosing yourself one of the two i told you the doctor says my my liver took some some damage in college and my doctor says i cannot so we can't go down that i can't even take tylenol or an aspirin in terms of liver function issues tranquilizer we we need to find something i i'm with you i'm not gonna tranquilizer depending on how it's processed through the liver maybe but i am thankful for the gay speaking the truth at least when he agrees with me and i appreciate your time today i've enjoyed myself Until next week, be safe. Peace out, bitches.